0: You're listening to PlayStation Unchained.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 28 of PlayStation Unchained, PSU.com's one and only podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Harrodin, and joining me again is my partner in crime, as always, Ben Shitterbill-Hall. What's up, Ben?
0: Uh, Hey, Mike. Uh, How have you been this week?
1: I've been good. Um, actually, I've been a bit down towards the end, um, latter part of the week. I don't know why. I just on one of those days. Um, hasn't been much news going on. It's just sitting on your ass on the de- desk all day. It kind of just gets a bit boring sometimes. So I was a bit. Mm. Apart from that, I'm good, man. I'm good now. How about you?
0: I'm pretty good. I've been excited all week for the Fancy Fourteen beta okay. on PS4 and oh my god the graphics are just so much better it's so much smoother it's it's just oh save
1: it for our talk later save it contain it ben (laughs) and joining us is um glenn gordon glenn how's it going mate
2: going pretty good how about you
1: good thanks man good thanks man good to see you again dude um finally last but not least we have michael martin how's it going michael
3: I'm great. Uh, it's finally the weekend for me, so, uh, well, it's a weekend for everyone, I guess, but it is also my weekend, so uh, into a, a pretty rough week, and I'm ready to just dive into anything gaming-related.
1: Awesome. Yeah, we actually um, we delayed the podcast by a day so we could get Michael on the show because uh, he's awesome and deserves to be on the show, basically. <laughs> So um, yeah, this well, is all true. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but we record we record whenever the hell we want. It doesn't really matter. Traditionally, it's Friday or Saturday. Um, and actually, um, I'm I'm kind of liking a Saturday. Actually, I think it could work quite well from now on. Um, but yeah, guys, it's good to be back again. Um, we will dive. Uh, actually, no, before we get into news, actually, there is um something I wanted to talk about quickly. Um, well, I'm not really talk about, but um, Gary um. <laughs> uh psu's gary he actually heard my um russian impression last week <laughs> <laughs> he said that it was oh, a... <laughs> and he, he said it was actually quite good so i just wanted to say um <clears throat> oh, thank you comrade i i try my best um i buy you a beer sometime thank you <laughs> okay <laughs> now, you you and the accents
3: can yeah, we get some
1: pikey in this now? <laughs> pikey? Oh, I'll say pikey for the, um, the end of the show. I, like was, I, used, I used to do drama guys in school, you know, acting and all that kind of. Accents was kind of my thing and everything. I always used to goof around in class and do that. So um, I guess that kind of thing just stuck around, really. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, quick Delay. Um, we will now get into the news. And unfortunately, I've been a bit sloppy today and I haven't opened up my tap yet. So if you'll just excuse me a bit, but, um, okay guys, um, we might have a little change here cause there hasn't actually been that much newsletter on later on in the week. So actually we can squeeze in a bit extra than what I am um, originally planned. So we'll kick off with, um, something that's been on my mind, GTA, cause I've been playing that this week. Um, GTA series won't get annualized. says, uh, take two, um, publishing giant take two is reiterated. That there's no plans to annualize the hugely, hugely successful grand theft auto franchise. Um, this was, um, made by, uh, the, these comments come via the, um, company CEO, Strauss Zelnick. Uh, it is great that consumers anticipate our titles like they anticipate the next James Bond film. Our goal is to create permanent franchises. They said that before many times, uh, he goes on to say a few years ago, we'd launched a title. It would be, it would be sold physically. And then we would sell catalog versions of it. Today. We launch a title and often, if not always put out DLC. We've talked about recent consumer spending. where um, where we were having offerings where fans can engage and spend money on an ongoing basis. And uh, but he goes on to say basically um even though it's been a massive success, GTA five that is they're still not um willing to um churn out a game on a yearly basis. Um now they've actually mentioned this before and so we're going over old ground here, but I'm all I can say is whew, because I think um if they were to do that to GTA, I think there would be a game of that kind of magnitude, I think there would be a, a, co- a different quality. I mean I am not sure they may I mean if they kind of like do what they're doing do what they do with call of duty where they have different developers going from one year to the other i suppose they could give each other a bit more time but i don't know i just think gta is just one of those special games that comes around once maybe twice in a generation i don't know how about you guys feel about that what do you reckon um we'll start with you ben
0: i actually agree with that i wouldn't want more than one maybe two gta's but you do also get your expansion packs, which I hope they continue with with that as well, because I do like what they do outside yes. the main story with them. Because yes, they them, are
1: pretty damn cool.
0: It lets them push their own boundaries without upsetting the fans too much. Yeah, yeah. That's um, right. So yeah, I, I don't want to wait another five years for another GTA.
1: But at the same
0: <laughs> time, take your time.
1: I, I seriously <laughs> reckon that we will I seriously reckon they're Bridge your with a PS four Xbox One port of GTA five, but that's just me. Um how about you, Glenn? What do you reckon?
2: Um well, I think it was a couple of weeks ago that I made my feelings quite known about annualizing video games. I'm I'm yeah. I'm not a huge fan of, of doing that because eventually what happens is people get tired of it, you know? And and, and Grand Theft Auto's a great, great, great game, but what is what is there that it offers that will work on an annual basis that people won't get tired of, you know? Because eventually it's, you start hearing things like, oh, it's just another bit of the same thing. And you don't want that with a game like Grand Theft Auto. As, as you said, it's a special game. You know, it's one yeah, of those yeah. landmark games. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to uh, shove it down people's throats every year and you don't want to oversaturate the market because then that just lowers the momentum that you have
1: quite agree mate um finally michael what do you do you want what do you want to add to that if so, anything
3: grand theft auto is pretty interesting because when people think about how it is now and you know it's every what four or five years but uh grand theft auto 3 and grand theft auto vice city came out within a year of each other and then san andreas was two years after vice city so very they good they actually point. yeah they actually have um i guess Uh, history with closer releases but i think right now with the the different um what i want to say the the different uh franchises that they have or properties that they have
2: Mm. it's
3: easier for them to spread out the releases um and i do think that it it helps as far as the quality of a game or just the the how memorable uh the game is because i mean grand theft auto 5 is really sort of a almost a pop cultural phenomenon um it kind of transcended just video games itself like some games do every year or every few years so i don't have a problem with it as long as we get our red dead redemption 2 or whatever sequel to that
1: <laughs> yeah i i think that's definitely yeah like you said they've um compared to the ps2 they have got so many more fra- many more franchises now i think they've said um they consider um you know, Red Dead, a franchise, LA Noir, a franchise, you know, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. I think there's even been rumors out about a new bully as well, which I, I never got into, so I'd be interested in that. Um, cool. Thanks for that, guys. Um, Onward now, quickly, to um, another PS4-related story. Um, uh, Kojima Productions has confirmed that Metal Gear Solid 5 it was run at 1080p on the PlayStation 4. It's just basically an outright confirmation now. Um, By comparison, the Xbox One version, of course, is at 720? yeah, 720p, 720 sorry, and... um. Wow, um, this is not not much more to say on this really. Um, it's kind of um in front of you there. It's like you know, there's been a lot of Xbox games, Xbox One games that have been confirmed to run at lower resolution or slightly um choppier frame rates and stuff than the um PS4 versions. This is just another example of you know PS4 apparently running third party games slightly better. You know, even though it's not, I, I think the quality differs for t- certain titles. I think maybe um FIFA and Assassin's Creed weren't. There were differences, but it were not quite as um, noticeable, but apparently from reports of um, coming out of a, um, what do I call it, a boot camp event for Metal Gear Solid 4 uh, this last week, uh, people have been saying that it's very, very noticeable how much better the PS4 version looks. So, I mean, great news for PS4 owners, right, guys? I and mean, Hideo Kojima as well simply wanted people to play it on PS4. I guess, um, you know, when you think about, when you see this, um, if they're really pushing the PS4 version, you know, Hideo consumer wants you to play it on PS4. but They've now confirmed it looks much better on PS4. It seems like, you know, they're really pushing the PS4 version out here. So, I mean, great. It's great for us, isn't it, guys? I mean, I'm chuffed. I'm a fan of Metal Gear Solid. I just say, bring it on. How about you guys? Ben, what do you think? <laughs> what?
0: And yet we're still going to get the shitty... Oh, poly, yeah, low
1: yeah. polygon snake. <laughs> oh, polygon snake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Whenever we talk about that, this uh, comes up. I'm right. sorry, sorry, but
0: I, I'm just going to keep bringing it up until it changes. No.
1: Yeah. Apart from the crappy yeah. polygon snake, yes, they're sure, showing a lot of PS4 love. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine, I can't wait to see 1080p low poly snake.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no wonder it'd be running at 60 frames per second. It better do it with that sort of. But anyway, I've seen this, the comparison pictures, and I must say there is a huge difference. But I find it funny that there's not a huge difference between the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 version.
1: The... Yeah, I saw, I studied the same video as well. I couldn't really make out any... Because well, To be fair, it skipped from one to the other so quickly you have to like pause it. But there was def- PS4 is definitely looking very nice, though. Definitely.
0: Oh, yeah, PS4 yeah. version. And I have already pre-ordered the game and I am looking forward to my two hours of excitingness.
1: But... <laughs> oh, yeah, I see what you did there. Um, uh... how, about, cool. how about you, Glenn?
2: Um, really, I think that, as with all the other games right now, it's yeah. inconsequential. Um, because you're, you especially since the, the difference is 1080 and 900, I believe. Not 720,
1: 900. No,
0: 1080 and 720.
1: Yeah, it's oh, it's 720, did 900 is, um, I think 900 might be Thief, I'm not too sure. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, either way, you're not going to notice a difference, um, unless you are on a rather large screen. So um, really these resolution, and, and even then it's just a t- it's a really tiny difference. So um, these resolution issues I don't think right now are consequential. I think what is consequential, um, what it does speak to is where the two consoles are starting from. Because both consoles aren't going to stay here for their entire cycle. They're going to start here and then they're going to grow in their capabilities. So what this is saying is Xbox is starting behind PlayStation 4, and if they're both going to grow, the question here is, which one's going to grow more? Is the cloud computing going to trump PlayStation's <laughs> GPU and what they can do? You know, <laughs> and, and so basically, I think, it's, I think it says more about the console's performance in the future and what they're able to handle more than just, oh, well, this game looks... 0.01% worse than that, than that game on the <laughs> uh, screen, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean.
0: By the way, um, sorry about this. Can I jump in here? Yeah, go
1: uh, ahead.
0: About go ahead. the whole cloud thing, Glenn, by the time Microsoft have got the cloud working properly, PS Now will be out, and Sony can go, okay, well, you've got the cloud, we have PS Now, we could have... They could basically... I know they're using PS3 games right now, but they could have... Uh, but yeah, they could even stream PC games if they wanted to use the cloud. you'd have even better graphics than the Xbox one.
2: Well, the thing about that is the PlayStation now does use cloud computing, but it uses it differently. You know play, Xbox is betting the performance of their Xbox one console, of their flagship console on cloud computing cloud computing offloads stuff from the Xbox One uh, console. PlayStation Now doesn't do that. PlayStation Now does something completely different. Um, it, in fact it basically is a virtual console, which is quite remarkable. So I think that um, I I think the thing that influenced P, uh P, PS4's um, performance had to do with the GPU. The, there was some um, off-processing going on in the GPU, which is also kind of remarkable because it's a GPU, you know, <laughs> what GPU does that. So um, I think that it's going to make a difference for Xbox, and, and PlayStation Now is going to be something completely different, um, unless they decide to do some offloading to it as well.
0: Well, I'm just saying the fact that if they wanted to in the future, they could, instead of just offloading certain processes, oh, yeah. they could just have the better game running on that on that virtual server.
2: Oh, yeah. PlayStation is completely capable of doing... They might not have 300,000 servers that Microsoft likes to talk about, but, you know, they, um, they're they totally capable of-, of offloading things to the cloud as well. So if they start to slip or something, then, yeah, they can totally just hop on board with that and tie the gap just like that.
0: I, I still don't believe any of this cloud-powered ball potatoes, but still... Well, let, let Microsoft pass for now because I just don't see how it could be done in real time with today's connections.
2: Yeah, right now it's not doing that much. A Special AI for Forza, a little bit of thing for for Titanfall, but it's not it's not really that consequential to what Xbox is doing yet. So we'll have to see.
3: the The, the whole percep- perception of this resolution thing, um, I. While I agree with Glenn that this is uh, something that kind of I think is at stake for Microsoft in the future, Um, really I think what it really affects is right now. Um, Yeah, to us, to the the core gamer, the hardcore gamer, 1080 versus 900 really doesn't mean a whole lot. Um, But it's all about a perception thing. And ever since both Sony and Microsoft have announced their next-gen systems, uh, Microsoft has had, you know, bad marketing um, and just a overall a, a negative perception about them with almost everything they've done. Um, they said they wanted to do one thing. People got pissed about it, and they didn't stick to their guns, so they changed, and then people got pissed about that. And the fact that we're seeing all these games come out with, you know, a, a difference in performance speaks, I think, a lot to... Um, just the perception of of Microsoft not being able to, I guess, get the best games, and I think that's going to impact them um, for a while until they can get it together. I mean, whether they need to, you know, get rid of, uh, uh or I don't know if that patch they did recently gave the eight percent, you know, GPU power back to developers so that they don't have to use that towards Connect or whatever. Um, but there is, I mean. This is all marketing, and, and, you know, to be honest with you, this is, I think, one of the reasons why PlayStation 4s are still, you know, you can't find them on the... I, I, don't, even, I don't even know how they're still selling as many as they are when they're pretty limited, whereas, you know, Xbox Ones are, are, are pretty available anywhere. So it's interesting, and I'm curious to see what Microsoft will do to kind of catch up, but it's... it's if you go back to think and think about the last generation... Right now, Microsoft is in Sony's spot as far as uh, the PlayStation 3 just being behind the Xbox 360 sort of technically in, in, in regards that it wasn't that it was less powerful, it's just it was more complicated and people were doing stuff for 360 and then porting to PS3. And I, you know, I kind of think that the tables are turned and that may be a, a, a huge factor in the next couple of years.
2: The biggest difference I think there is that this time the Xbox one really is less powerful.
3: It, it is. Um, but, you know, as we all know, as development, as these systems uh, are out longer, of course the development gets, you know, better or easier or they find tricks, whatever. Um, I just, I guess my point in saying, in calling back to the last generation you know, it just was that Sony was always behind Microsoft in, as far as like the games development. Like like I said, 360 games were ported to th- PS3 basically because 360 games were always like the primary um, version of a game that a developer would work on. And I think the tables are going to be turned now where PS4 are going to be the primary um, console that developers will develop for and then port to, you know, like Xbox One. And that's not really what Microsoft wants. <laughs>
1: very fair point um well, i think that's proof that the um sometimes on podcasts the most random comments that generate into a whole new discussion are some of the best things you can get because <laughs> that wasn't planned at all um <laughs> let's um let's move on now guys that was cool though um uh okay um this this was quite a disappointment to me this was and i'm sure many other people are uh, bioshock studio rational game shutting down uh new studio me informed um this was um by alex <clears throat> And he writes, um, irrational games, the renowned studio behind the hit Bioshock series, is effectively closing its doors, according to a blog post released by studio head Ken Levine on the company's website. Um, this is not the end for Levine, who is a quote starting a smaller, more small entrepreneurial endeavor at Take Two, but. <clears throat> that is going to be parting ways with all but 15 members of the irrational team. Uh, Levine ins- assures that the new team will not derail its focus due to this unfortunate downsizing. Uh, another quote To meet the challenge ahead, I need to f- refocus my energy on a smaller team with flatter structure and a more direct relationship with gamers. In many ways, it will be a return to how we started small team making games for the core gaming audience. Um, well,. um. It, it, it is the kind of thing that makes me wish I understood more about how kind of like studios work and everything because I can't really. I'm surprised at this because you come off a massive success that is Bioshock Infinite, which was a brilliant, massive success. And also, you know, the Bioshock series as a whole is one of the easily one of the most celebrated um, series that have come out of the last generation, definitely, just by, you know, whether you're a fan or just, you know, the amount that it's sold and everything and the um, critical acclaim that it's received. And. I would have thought. Apparently, he's parting ways with that now, and I think the um, the rights are now with Take Two. But I can't honestly imagine um, a Bioshock game without Ken Levine because uh, I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather it be in Take Two's hands than another publisher. Obviously, we could name a few there, but we won't. But um, I just think that with Ken Levine, he has that kind. He the thing about Bioshock is most special with what he injects into it. Otherwise, I think. It it becomes a danger. It becomes in danger of just becoming another kind of generic first person shooter without him. I'm just. I don't know. I'm personally a little bit worried about it. But also that I'm just kind of surprised that he's done this because I would have thought he would have totally wanted to do. I mean, I I I didn't, I didn't think maybe he'd do another Bioshock straight away, but surely a new IP at Irrational. It just seems a bit. I don't know. I don't understand why he's done it. I I don't understand. It seems like it's more of a step backwards i thought you would want to expand not downsize when you've been so successful like i said you know i'm not ken levine i don't know exactly how his mind works or how you know a game company works in this kind of thing from a financial point of view or even a philosophical point of view but yeah i was really disappointed by this because i love bioshock infinite um so okay um i'll start um with you Glenn, on this one what do you make of this
2: I'm not really sure what to make of it because mm. really all we have is what he's telling us and I'm, I'm, not saying yeah. he's, I'm not saying he's lying or anything but <laughs> we when... are <You're> lying! <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is this is all on the shoulders of one guy like, it, it feels like it's the decision of, of one guy and he probably has a team that he works with on that as well but yes. he, he seems to be the, the centerpiece of this decision and yeah. so this, there could be a number of factors involved that he hasn't mentioned like he could just be fatigued with what he's doing and, and wants to try something else and you know yeah. that's that's not unreasonable but it's it's just like a whirlwind for gamers who you know like you said BioShock Infinite massive success off of BioShock Infinite that's 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 one of the one of the better games that have released this cycle so um i don't i don't really know it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint what might be going on here or um yeah. Do we know for sure what's going to happen to Bioshock to the Bioshock series now, or
3: is it over, or are they um, it's, it's, it's been it's... handed to Two K Games. Yeah, exactly. sorry, is,
1: te- yeah, Two yeah. K, not Take Two. Sorry, yeah, I get make, I get confused with these so just... guys.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I, take is the parent company, but Two K yeah, Games will yeah. probably more than likely take over Bioshock. Yeah, because because uh, they, did, they did. didn't they? Yeah. Bioshock two. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. So we'll have to see uh, that 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 kind of thing makes people nervous. You know, yes. when, you, when you give a big franchise like Bioshock to a different uh, company, that makes people nervous. Mm. And the same could go for anything. Look at Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars to Disney, like people are freaking out about that. So, you know, it, it just kind of illustrates how, you know, big changes like that make people nervous. So I, I yeah. hope, I hope uh, 2K does really well with it. And I kind of would like, to, like some answers as to what's going on with uh, Mr. Ken Levine.
1: Yeah, and also on that note, sorry, Ken, where's my Bioshock Vita? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three years nearly since you announced it. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm, hopefully we'll hear more information. I think we definitely need to hear more. But I am I am glad that um, Ken said basically, you know, he wants to work, you know, he's making games for the core gamer because that's what he's always done. So as long as he keeps doing that, I'm happy. I mean, that's a good thing. He's, at least he's not, he's not, apparently from what we've seen, he's not going like, Going kinda of like following the David Jaff um route and going like to um I don't know, mobile games and all these smaller indie the titles or whatever. I mean there's nothing wrong with that, but I'd like to see some big major games still to come out from Ken Levine and he seems to be doing that still. So that's I'm happy about that. At least from what it that must be the impression I get. Um Michael, do you have anything to add more?
3: Um, I think there's a lot going on here that people don't know or understand. Um, yeah, especially uh, us I mean we're, we're not on the game development side we're not a part of their their business but
1: yeah, as um,
3: said. Yep. I've been doing a lot of reading and there's actually a really good Gamasutra article uh, by Lee Alexander I think is her name uh-huh. um, that sort of does kind of take an in, uh, at least an in-depth look from her perspective um, as far as what has gone on with Irrational Games in about the last year or so um, as far as it being a massive success, yeah. you have to kind of take that with a grain of salt. It sold like four or five million copies, which yes, is a huge success for a game for a AAA game these year, these, these days. that's you know pretty good. That's not, I guess, great in terms of when you look at uh, some AAA properties, the problem with what their sales were, this game was in development for seven years
1: seven years shit.
3: Yep. It, it, I mean as soon as they finished Bioshock 1 I think they started Bioshock Infinite oh, and shit. Wow. The, the problem with its development was that they would literally uh, be developing this game change an idea and they would have to scrap so much and kind of almost start over uh, but, or, or just you know have to redo large por- uh, portions of the game when it comes yeah, to a budget yeah, true. i mean 7 years to put out a game is just there's no way they can recoup the costs um no matter how many games they i mean unless they you know you talked about the numbers i think it was last week about uh, grand theft auto shipping like 37 million copies Where i mean who knows how many of those are actually sold through but yeah i mean that's the kind of numbers you're talking about uh to recoup the costs on a game that was i mean this game was in development longer than a grand theft auto game um mm-hmm. And well, as far I, I as like,
1: it was, I only thought it was in development since 2010 when the first trailer
3: no, came out. No, yeah. um, they've been working on it for I think since the since they finished up the first Bioshock. Oh, okay. um, and I think with you know a lot of it is kind of put on. I've, I've seen a lot of like Twitter reaction to it, and a lot of it's kind of put on Ken Levine. Levine, Levine. Um, yeah, Levine. Levine. <laughs> Potato. Uh, to title. Yeah, uh, you know, like, why is he doing this or why, you know, you know what, here, a, over 100 people lost their jobs. That sucks. Um, yes, yeah, That is a dimension. reality. Yeah. That is a reality in this business that is just all too common and it sucks. Um, but I think really what what's going on here, this is my opinion. You've got a guy who's working for a company that this company is telling him, look, you, you didn't have the sales that we expected. You have almost 200 employees or over 100 employees, whatever. We're going to shut you down. And, or he went to them and said, look, I want to go do something else. Um, at any rate, I think what they did was kind of meet in the middle and say, all right, we'll let you continue to operate, but you're going to have to lay people off. And so he, this may be why he kept his 15 or so people um in order to do what he still kind of wanted to do um but also that keeps him within take two uh you know and and i think there's something to that so i don't think there was anything you know nefarious going on i think in all reality gary was talking about this a little bit we were actually talking about it in chat and i didn't think it had anything to do with sales but now coming realizing that this game was in development for so long this was all about sales i think Four or five yeah. million copies isn't enough. and is, so, that, is
1: that definitely how much we know it's sold, four or five million? I don't now?
3: remember what the exact number was, but yeah, it's around four or five million. And that's a great number any yeah. other year, any other game. Yeah. Uh, but for a project like this, that's that's just not nearly enough. And unfortunately, Irrational kind of paid for that. And they're known for taking a long time to develop games. They've been around for a long time, like I think over 20 years maybe. And they've they've actually finished seven games. Hmm. That's impressive. Uh, it it it's I mean I, it's impressive in that most of their games are very highly regarded, mm. but I mean seven games over twenty years or however they've been a lo- been around. 50, is, I it,
1: think it's fifteen years more close. Yeah, Christ I than, mean yeah.
3: that's that's not a lot of games. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm Look interested it. in seeing what Look happens
1: they're beat by i'm sorry they're beat by team Ico though. what have they done like two two games
3: (laughs) yeah and i mean i guess we're getting to that story probably too but um at the end of the day i hope that everyone affected gets you know jobs and i know that there's been a lot of support for them within the gaming development community and whatnot so um but yeah that's just a reality of this this business and that kind of sucks yeah
1: you're right about bioshock infinite um uh changing though because i mean every single trailer they released it was different to the last one right. there, there yeah. were so many things that i wish they had kept in there i don't understand but anyway that's a whole another story i love the game in the end but there was so much, there, a lot of the stuff they cut out um i really really wanted to be in
3: there but there oh we go. and for the record mm-hmm. i bioshock the first one is my favorite of them all and one of my favorite games of last generation um i liked infinite but i, I just still don't think it holds a candle to bioshock
1: Okay, no, I like Bioshock as well. Number one, yeah, I, I, I'm new to the series, but I except love it. for the
3: boss fight, that was dumb. <laughs>
1: okay. um, ben, um, we come to you. I know you're not a big Bioshock fan. Do you have anything really quickly to add to this at all? Or we pretty much said everything.
0: Yeah, pretty much said everything. Though I, I still remember the fact that they dropped the multiplayer in the last minute. It'd been cool if they still had it in a way, but oh, that's understandable. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, let's move on now, guys. Um, to more um, well, actually, um, this topic of development. Um, uh, the president of Sony Computer Entertainment Worldwide Studios, uh, Shuhei Yoshida, has indicated that the next chapter in the Uncharted series, currently in development for the PlayStation Four, as Uncharted. we all know, has been by the way, in case you wondered, has been in development for three years. Uh, this is during an he made the comments during an interview with Inside Games. Uh, which I believe is a Japanese site. Um, he's, he he's generally talking about the PlayStation 4's power and everything, all that kind of stuff, picking it up. And he says, I um, quote, after the release of the PS4, the time in which developers are getting accustomed to the hardware is coming. And uh, this is the key part here. He says, after three years, Naughty Dog's Naughty dogs work has finally become exciting, isn't it? Now, he doesn't mention Uncharted by name, but obviously, you know, it doesn't take a lot to figure out. Um, to deduce that he's most probably talking about uncharted 4 you know three years ago 2011 uncharted 3 wrapped we know they're working on uncharted 4 he could be talking about another project that the other side because they i believe they have two teams at naughty dog don't they the guys doing uncharted and another another team is that right
3: yes uncharted and last of us were separate yeah Yeah.
1: so they could be um uh, he could be talking about the other one but either way um naughty dog and ps4 equals mind blown as far as i'm concerned um he um he also actually it's worth mentioning that he was talking about The Last of Us and Uncharted in general and saying how uh, both games uh, both games or series in Uncharted's case have managed to realistically convey emotions similar to those in films minus some subtle differences uh, which is a phenomenon known as the uncanny valley I think I pronounced that right uh, also um he said that Quantic Dreams is the dark sorcerer goes one step further making it hard to actually discern whether it is live action or digital uh, animation but um yeah um. Well, Uncharted um, Four, or whatever it's going to be called, we don't actually know that much about it at the moment. Apart from an ominous trailer, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, Three years sounds like, um, like I said, um, that was 2011 when um, Uncharted Three released and wrapped. So um, the the timing kind of works out. um, But if I I think it's fair to say that they would have been working on this for a long time. I mean, Ben, you're you're usually pretty, um, you know, when it comes to like development times and you know how companies work and all this sort of stuff usually have a lot to say would you say that's realistic to think it's been in the works for that amount of time
0: i'd say it's been realistic the at least two years probably maybe three yeah don't think it'll be four no 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 and if it has been three or four years i do expect us to see it like next year
1: yeah i was going to say when do you reckon it will actually be out when do you reckon it'll be out next year
0: i think it'll be our christmas release next year because we'll have the order this year yeah And then we'll have something early next year. I don't know what yet. No idea. Presumably though, they
1: will show something on the game this year, though. Um.
0: Well, I can answer that. VGA.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. So Uncharted VGA. (laughs) Yeah, very, very good. Um, Glenn, how about you, mate? Um, excited for you? Obviously, you're obviously a massive Uncharted fan. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) just can't wait to Uncharted this. Whatever. I love
0: Uncharted. That's like one of. It's only like the greatest game ever.
2: That's pretty much. That's one of my favorite franchises ever. I love Uncharted, and I'm so happy that four is. Kind of, I can't wait. Have you seen what like? Okay, I, I keep talking about Infamous. Infamous with their graphics has blown my mind. I cannot wait to see what Naughty Dog can do with that because yeah, they're they're famous for their graphics, and oh, yeah. I I'm excited about this. I um, I think it makes sense for it to have been um. In development for about three years, because about that's about when Uncharted Three came out. Yeah. Um, as for that quote, though, I, I'm not sure if that was so much of a hint by Shuhei Yoshida. I think he was just talking about how, um, you know, the last game came out three, uh, three years ago, and you know, now that three years have passed, you know, their, their work's exciting. I think it could be looked into both ways, but either way, I think it makes I think it makes sense. It's probably been in devel- in the in the oven for about three years, ready to yeah, come out either late this year or sometime next year Um, yeah either way i'm on the edge of my seat
1: yeah you and me both mate i um, am yeah presumably as well naughty dog um would have got been among one of the first uh, studios to get access to uh, ps4 development kits as well i assume that's right ben would you say
0: oh that's correct but you gotta remember the first development kits aren't
1: always the best true true yeah um michael do you have anything else to add on that at all mate
3: Uh, you know, the, the only Uncharted I've actually played is three. Um, I liked it a lot. Uh, it's, I've just never gotten around to playing, um, the first or second one. It's kind of on my to-do list. Um, but going by their track record of every couple years, I don't expect them to release an Uncharted game this year, but it would not surprise me if one's been in development for, you know, a couple years or whatever. And, and like i think ben mentioned that we'll you know maybe see it next year um i have a feeling that at e3 they'll be revealing more about uncharted or whatever naughty dogs next plans are
1: well they've um looking back just um i, I don't know what they did with uncharted 1 but uh they showed uncharted 2 at e3 2009 with that demo They're quite a lengthy demo they did the same for uncharted 3 in 2011 so hopefully uh, presumably if they don't want to break the cycle, there will be, um, you know, whatever year is coming out, they'll show it at E3 and it will come out that, the, um, for, the upcoming holiday season, whenever that will be. But we just have to wait and see. Um, but um, according, there has been actually, which is what I'll add this in quickly here, just um, slide this in. Um, they, um, uh, a rumor by, uh, uh, I think his name is, um, on Neo Gaff, his name is foolway Thu, uh, He's a um, an industry insi- uh, insider, quite reliable apparently. He, um Said that he was talking about Sony's upcoming uh, upcoming schedule between now and E3, and he mentioned The Last Guardian, GT7 Prologue, and Uncharted 4. So, if you know, take it with a grain of salt, but it sounds like it's going to be a very exciting year. I'm not talking release stats, he just mentioned Sony's plans. So, presumably, these will be announced or showcased at E3 and other events. But yeah, I thought I'd slide that in quickly. Um, okay, the final and main news story is um, again on the subject of um, big games. Um, a PS4 Megaton announcement teased in the OPM UK. I've actually got this magazine downstairs. I didn't get the scoop early because it came a day late. But um, the, um, we've got a uh, scan of the um, cover here. It says, um, I should have just read mine now. But it says, uh, watch your space. Next month's cover is one of the most exciting in OPM history with a series of, in- with a series of massive massive significance finally being confirmed for PS4. i uh, go going to say, why, why is this is down? Because we can't talk about it. Uh, we can't say more until then. Sorry. Um, yeah, so um, wow. Um, obviously, it's not uncharted because we've got that. I can't imagine. I, I would like to throw around stuff like maybe uh, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Hell. Let's go, fucking Shenmue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just dream about. I can dream. Um, it could be, um, could be God of War. I suppose it could. It could be a. It could any big series that hasn't been announced for PS4 yet. Could be, and that just makes me really, really happy. That's what I'm going to say. Um, let's just quickly, guys. Um, easy question. What do you reckon it's going to be?
0: Well, actually, with that Shenmue quote, I'm going to joke because Sega has actually lost the rights to Shenmue.
1: Yeah, I read that, yeah. Um,
0: so that would be ironic if Sony announces Shenmue 3 exclusive for the PS4. Well,
1: it's funny because next month at GDC, um, Yu Suzuki, the creator of Shenmue, is actually talking about the series, kind of a dissection. It's being translated by Mark Cerny. So that's why there's so many Shenmue rumours because of this whole close relationship that they have, Suzuki has with Sony at the moment and Mark Cerny talking about it and the two were spotted at last year's GZC. so you never know and it's been it, it never goes away but anyway i, I won't get into real too much um so what game do you reckon it could be all games
0: uh well sony moo then and
1: sony moo okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, i think gta gt7 will be there you know the prologue that was we yeah. leaked I think, to be honest, one of those names that that guy leaked on Neogath will probably be one of the, the big titles. All right.
1: What do you reckon the um? What about the OPM one? This is a series of massive significance. What do you reckon that one is?
0: Um,
1: or anyone, or or maybe just for one of the ones you've mentioned, I suppose. As
0: I said, I think it'd be one of the ones that he leaked. Oh, okay. that'd be the series.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, GT. Of course, GT. Yeah, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on quickly. Um, Glenn, what do you reckon? What couple, um, What nominations would you say for that massive series of massive significance? <laughs>
2: I'd say GT is probably a good part of it. Um, Cool. Yeah, I'll go. I I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss, so I'll I'll stick with that.
1: (laughs) Cool, man. Cool. Um, Finally, Michael, what do you reckon? Jumping flash. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting for one of those forever. Um, No, I don't. You know, to be honest, I'm not sure because it's pretty. We know, I guess. We have a fair idea of what they're working on. Um, and I'm not sure what else is out there that isn't already announced or kind of rumored. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, maybe like a God of War or something along those lines. I I just, I, to be honest with you, this is one of those times that I'm just kind of at a loss. I don't know.
1: Okay, I'll put this out there. Even if it may be unrealistic or whatever, I just thought I'd say it. How about Crash Bandicoot, finally? A reboot? Yes!
3: Crash How about that? I, you never know. I, I don't. Well, they don't. That's still owned by Activision.
1: Uh, no, 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 no! Don't kill the mood, man. Don't kill the mood.
3: Don't kill the... <laughs> well, you know, as much as you want, Stop threw in enough I force. My, I want my jumping flash, but that's no. still owned by Activision, and I, I just don't see that happening. Oh, now,
2: it being owned by Activision doesn't mean that talks are not in process. Mm. Anything.
0: I could drop a bag of money in front of him and go.
3: But, you still, still but there's no point because um, mascot games aren't i mean they don't drive systems anymore and there's no point in dropping a a bankload of money for a uh, a mascot that hasn't been around for years that frankly I don't think anyone's going to care about besides Mike
2: <laughs> Oh I disagree. Me. I disagree
0: <laughs> I will buy it with all my money What well,
3: you know, but you're the core gamer, and I mean, this isn't, we're not talking about Mario here, so uh, mascot games are. Even Mario's not but, selling yep. consoles anymore. That's, right. so.
2: That's
3: right. That's right. No, mascot now games me, are not a big deal.
2: Let me let me say this Banjo Kazooie or something like that, yeah, I could see. But Crash is kind of a big deal. Like, just the rumors.
3: No, I totally just the rumors
2: just, can't, uh, kicked up quite a fuss not too long ago. So I think I'm I'm not saying revive it as a series, but one, but releasing another Crash game, you know, there's the nostalgia factor. People will buy it just because they miss Crash, you know.
3: Totally. And
2: and so, (laughs) you're a hater. (laughs) I'm not a hater. hater.
3: I'm realistic. I just (laughs) uh, mascots don't sell. I mean, look at Mario games now. They, you know, that's the only thing that really keeps Nintendo going, and Mario uh, is doing terribly on the Wii U, even in Japan. Although that's what um, we use for. Didn't,
2: didn't Mario's well, Mario. game recently just get some pretty good sales? Or was it 3D something? 3D Mario? 3D? Yeah, 3D World. It uh,
3: crashed hard on Japan. Here, too, <laughs> I, I, think it's doing, I think it's doing... I think it did better here than it has in Japan, but okay, I mean, well, I think the Wii U's tanked, so...
1: Yeah. okay well we'll just stop that there because actually uh, what do you guys think? Um uh, send us uh, send us an email podcast at PSU.com or hit us up on Twitter psu.com PSU dot com. That's um P S U D O T D O T dot com. Yeah. yeah. Um is that is, that is, a is
3: US Mike wrong?
1: <laughs> is, yeah, is <laughs> yeah, do, do mascot do mascot sell? We wanna we we wanna hear your um comments guys. So yeah, hit us up on for an email or Twitter, let us know. Um Okay, um moving on now, that's the end of the news. Um Actually, uh, Michael just snuck us a sneaky comment in the uh, text talk here. He wants to know if we're talking about the order. And um, this is actually pertinent, which is why I'm bringing it up. Um, We would actually – I didn't have the order on the um, itinerary today because I think it's much better if Carl comes on and talks about these himself in a special uh, podcast because last time we did this, it was on Infamous when he did his preview and I – attempted to try and summarize his preview and to be honest i made a hash job of it so i'm not going to even attempt it this time so i think it would be much better if kyle who's had experience with all these games comes on between now and march when he can talk about infamous and the order and the other games he's played and just talk can i can i add a comment though yeah sure
0: your eyes will have orgasms that is all okay
1: thank you for that then (laughs) yeah so we're gonna Um... say that
2: Gross.
1: okay we'll for
3: no, i'm, I'm just really curious yeah i'm really curious to see what kyle's thoughts are because um there was a rather unpopular opinion from a certain large publication and i'm i was interested in the response to that because uh
1: oh god can you uh, you're um, not allowed to name oh, no, i suppose you can't name it so actually no type of <laughs> well, type do, do actually no we're doing this live people we're doing so like, type yeah. it out to me in the comment section now please on our
3: conversation go on now go um, on it's just that the opinion was that it really didn't uh run well um as at least as well as the uh the editor thought it would and i'm curious about that because everyone else has been pretty high on it and you know this editor who is he's the playstation editor is publication Um, and he took That's a lot crazy. of flack for it you know on Twitter and whatnot but I'm just curious as to how it actually ran because right. and, and yeah I w- totally want to hear what Kyle's thoughts are okay well um, we
1: okay we'll hear it we will definitely do this. in fact we might actually just have a special Kyle podcast uh yes. <laughs> Kyle Carl face on the um you know on the on the thumb now and in, in the article you know yes. <laughs> yeah but definitely we' like definitely do this it. yeah we're definitely yeah <laughs> Kyle unchained we'll definitely do this guys um because we we need to talk about these games so anyway for now now guys, you have to put up with us talking about the latest reviews. There's two of them this week. First up is Gun Slugs review. Uh Challenging Running Gun brings Contra Love to PSV. So this is by Anthony Chambers. Um, he gave it a nine um he summarizes gun is as a fast-paced retro inspired running gun shoot of a big mobile game is best of a playstation meter um he liked uh, lots of secret areas and hidden items uh, fun challenging gameplay with strong weapon variety uh, variety and trophies and global leaderboards however his only dislike so that's pretty good having only one uh, was the restrictive weapon switching um i haven't played this game i haven't actually heard of it until i just looked it up um how about you guys anything to comment on this have we played it or have we heard of it
3: they actually contacted me about the game because the guys oh. that uh that de- I think they did a port um uh-huh. i think it was uh, released on something else but the guys that released the game they do ports for other uh other developers so abstraction games is th- that's who released it um they did Hotline Miami for PS3 and PS Vita. And okay. actually, they're also doing Rogue Legacy, which I just did a feature about a few weeks ago. So you can read about that on PSU.com. Um, I contacted them to get a statement uh, about Rogue Legacy, and this guy kind of out of the blue uh, sent me an email about Gunslugs. Uh, I probably would have reviewed it if Anthony hadn't, because I thought okay. it looked interesting. So I haven't played it yet, but I'm actually kind of interested in it. Um, and it's only like two... F- 50 if you're PlayStation Plus or something like that. It's like $4 or I don't know what what the normal price is, but it's pretty cheap.
1: Okie dokie. Okay, um, moving on, our final review. Um, Strider Review, Retro Classic as a Stylish Modern Makeover. Uh, this is by Justin Titus. Um, he writes or summarizes, whatever minor flaws Strider might have A very well hidden amongst exciting gameplay, great platforming, and epic boss battles. He likes the exciting combat, the great platforming, and funnily enough, the epic boss battles. However, he the voice work could have been better, which he says is a uh, cliche Cold War uh era Russian accents. Oh I'm insulted comrades. You mean generic like this? Oh. Um sorry. Um and the, finally the lack of colour in some stages. Um so this is obviously um a classic this is based on the nineteen eighty nine classic arcade game. Um this was given us to um given to us by Capcom, so thank you again. Uh, I'd imagine we have a bit more to say about this, guys. Um, we better be brief, though. Um, we've all heard of Strider, obviously. Have we played? Are we a fan of Strider here? Ben?
0: Uh, not really, to be honest. <gasps> I did try the demo, but I've never really got to the franchise before. And I, I, I I love the demo, actually, but not enough for me to rush and buy it straight away. Okay. But I, it's one of those games I will
1: buy, but I'm going to wait for a plus sale. Fair play, fair play. Good on you. Um, uh, Glenn, quickly, Strider fan, yay or nay?
2: Haven't played it yet. I want to. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't gotten a chance.
1: Okay. Um, Michael, Strider, ne or yay? <clears throat>
3: um, I actually did uh play it way back when it came out uh in the arcade. Uh I loved it. I liked the... uh I think it was the Genesis version that was similar to the arcade. Genesis. Um Mega Drive. Yeah, Mega yes. The Mega Drive. drive for to new people me, across Genesis the is a ban. <laughs> it's <not> a console. <laughs> uh so uh, yeah i i've i liked strider um i don't know I, i'm actually pretty interested in this so i may actually buy it uh, especially with the lack of ps4 games recently anyway so uh, i'm interested cool
1: guys uh, nice one um okay um we quickly um now transition to our topic of the week Um, this is pretty much uh march guys march is a massive month for games um it's actually probably so far, uh, it's easily the biggest month of the year so far. Obviously, we haven't got a lot to go on. But previous years, we've actually been quite packed in January and February. So this is, um, but this has been pretty bare up until now. So this is great. Um, we'll we're, we're just quickly go around. Um, ben, um, what games are you looking forward to this month? And what's, got, what's oh. caught your eye?
0: Well, do you, do we count Thief because it's out a couple of days before March? It does, if it comes yes, out in one
1: territory in <laughs> March, it counts. It doesn't matter if it's. like... Well,
0: that's no, not March. Oh. It's it's two days before March.
1: Okay, all right, we We'll count Thief. Okay, <laughs> Thief <laughs> it's at the end.
0: <laughs> thief, South Park, oh yes, Metal Gear, uh, Infamous, Final Fantasy. Pretty um... much
1: all the big games, and you want? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this is. Um yeah this is a massive month i mean for me it's pretty cool because i mentioned this a few podcasts ago actually the last one glenn was on i think uh metal Gear solid 5 was actually out on my birthday in the u.s and a couple of days after so um i couldn't think of a better 30th birthday present uh mine about i mean 21 21st birthday christian yeah 18 sure. 18, <laughs> 18 yeah.
0: <birthday>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two um,
0: and i want to say one of the bigger games as well
1: yeah. ninja garden yeah yes ninja garden as well um yeah so we got this is a massive month seriously it couldn't be better my birthday month as well which is a bonus and we got also the PS4 though it's all about infamous second son this game is probably the biggest game this is the biggest game to come out of the year so far for PS4 and I would probably include Tomb Raider that in it as well because that was actually a port you know, no matter how good it was but this is you know this is definitely going to be the next big hopefully console seller for P- for Sony well
0: you got I think also because uh, Metal Gear is on PS4 as well this month it, that's a big 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 title as well
1: yeah i was talking exclusives but yeah <laughs> um for um obviously infamous is an exclusive so it's even more significant But yeah as you as, as ben said metal Gear solid 4 is out at uh, 4 metal Gear solid 5 is out <laughs> on ps4 as well which is massive as, as remember and remember guys hideo kojima wants you to play it on ps4 so get it on ps4 um we've got a host of other stuff as well so yeah this is going to be bleeding our wallets dry this is um i am very very much looking forward to it's weird because I feel bad for saying this because I know people are going to rat on me in a way but I've never played infamous before so I'm kind of not oh, I'm okay. excited for, yeah I know I'm excited for it because it looks awesome and I think this is a good place to start because I understand you don't really need to know too much about the others yet but No
2: but listen let me yeah. let me say this mm-hmm. you're it. missing out okay go back and play the last two
1: Yeah I had a feeling you'd say that's yes which is why I I probably I do plan on at least getting the um first game and then, Um yeah i should have um to be fair i really should have picked it up when it was free on ps uh after the PSN outage but i don't know why i just i left it too late but anyway um uh metal gear solid five i'm a massive metal gear solid fan so and tim if tim Noons was here he'd be saying the same thing i bet that game is a must-have for me i know it's not going to be quite it's not going to be that long but it's um i'm just really interested to see how the open world uh kind of template works in the metal gear solid universe so i'm really looking forward to that um um, as I said, even though I've never played the other games, Infamous looks really good. I mean, the graphics are amazing. They look amazing on that. And um, it's a pretty swanky collector's edition as well. They've got some crazy stuff in other countries. I think they're sending condoms in like other parts of Europe. for um, Wait,
2: what? Italy. Italy.
1: Yeah, in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, that's it. My mate, um, we were in game the other day, me and my mate Tim, and uh, this time last week actually, and he was, talk- he was talking about um, Infamous because it was on the shelf for pre-order, and he was saying, "You know they're giving away condoms in Italy for that game." I was like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah, condoms. There you go. Um, but I we think
2: verify this. That's a strange.
1: No, seriously. Yeah, they are. Well, they yeah.
2: they glow in the dark
1: condoms as well. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, glow in the dark. I knew there was something special about them. <laughs> Well, at the end of the day, JLS can sell condoms, so I don't see why even can't. And they're a very UK boy band that people don't know. Now, that's weird. (laughs) I don't want to be looking down when I'm doing something and seeing some dude's face staring back up at me. Thank you very much. But, uh, yeah, let's move on from that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, Metal Gear is solid for me if I had to pick one. Well,
0: we're talking weird promotions, Infamous, though. Um, If you go to a lock-in game, which is going to start soon around the UK... You get a uh, what's your, a beta code for Destiny. Oh. I don't know why, but yeah. It's so pairing, you, but cool. If you go to the infamous lock in, enjoy your Destiny beta.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. Massive game. I suppose. Massive game compliments, massive game. That's all I can say. Um, OK, um, Glenn, March, what's on your radar? I know pretty much everything probably will be, but what is really, apart from obviously infamous, but yes. what else has really, really got your attention?
2: Well, uh, a couple podcasts now, I've had people talking to me about Final Fantasy. Actually, every podcast I've been on, Final Fantasy has come up in some way, shape, or form. Don't worry, I'll make sure it comes up tomorrow in the racial podcast. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> tomorrow. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 HD remaster is supposed to hit Vita this month.
1: Oh, crap. I completely. See, this is what it is. It literally is that good of a month. March see <laughs> another, another classic, Final Fantasy X, shit.
0: You know what, Mike, though? You know what's even worse for us?
1: What? What's worse? No.
0: What's... Final Fantasy X, 10.2, Infamous, Metal Gear, are all out the same day.
1: Holy moly.
2: Yeah, here here is different. I think Final Fantasy is out a little earlier than Infamous. Oh, Sunday. wow. So, um, yeah, so prepare to be broke if you're not broke <laughs> yes. now. And get to see your on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> Prepare and not to see your friends again for another month.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or two, depending on. Or
1: two, yeah, or two.
2: <laughs> so, um, so there's that. Um, I, I plan to give FIFA a try, but it depends on my income. We'll see. But uh, anyway, March is an incredible month for PlayStation for gamers, and I am looking forward to it.
1: I just can't believe it's been a year since... Um, in March, it would be a year since Tomb Raider and Bioshock came out. Um, that year has just flown by. I, I know that's a random thing to say, but I just can't get over it sometimes. This, I swear, if you want your years to go by fast, become a games journalist. Because seriously, they fly... <laughs> at least for me, they just fly by. Honestly, the, week, the weeks are just like days. Um, uh, finally, Michael, how about you, mate? Same question to you. What's, uh, what's got your attention? What tickles your fancy?
3: <laughs> I bought my PlayStation 4, um, well, for a lot of reasons, but Infamous Second Son was the the first game I was looking forward to. Uh, okay, cool. So that definitely. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Dark Souls 2. I'm supposed to review it. Uh, I'm a little worried just because uh, how much time I put into the first Dark Souls, um, just as far as getting a timely review. <laughs> um, so there's that. And uh, yeah, looking at the list, those are kind of my two top priorities. Um, uh-huh. Deception 4 is supposed to come out, and I remember liking the original uh PlayStation game. Um, so I'm kind of uh, and I think Chin kind of dropped the news on that on us last uh, when he was on the podcast, so I'm kind of interested in that. Cool. Uh, but for the most part, it's Dark Souls 2 and Infamous.
1: Excellent, guys. Wow, yeah, um. I think it just goes to show from my comments there, I actually forgot how many games were coming out in March. This is... Uh, I mean, February was, you know, picking up nicely, but yeah, wow. Seriously. Um, the only thing that bothers me about this kind of thing, I haven't actually refreshed my memory on what's to come after March, but I hope it doesn't, like... I hope, like... Forgive the phrase, I hope forgot These companies aren't blowing their load all in March, you know?
2: Well, <laughs> it's interesting, something for the it's next interesting couple of months because
3: when did March become such a, a month for, like, these huge games. I mean, it didn't used to be like that, and now it is. last
2: few
1: years, it's
3: been pretty Yeah, good.
1: March has. Yeah, like but you like mentioned me,
3: Tomb Raider. I mean, yeah, Tomb that Raider was Bioshock
1: huge. last year. The year before that, we had um, I don't know if you consider it a big game series. I, I do. Silent, we had a new Silent Hill. We had Silent Hill HD Collection. I think we have a Devil May Cry HD Collection. Um, um, I could probably remember more. I can't remember. But yeah, at least for, I think the last couple of years, I've been noticing that, ooh, you know, March has actually been Quite significant March and April
3: in some way, so um yeah um i
2: think I think it's because March is the last uh,
3: month of the quarter thats true. yeah, I mean for a lot of companies there that could be yeah
1: true um well yeah, um, I just hope that it spreads out even, but I'm pretty sure there are there's, um April, May, and so on, I think there's a few I think there's some pretty good titles coming out around that time, but at least uh, was that Ben did you want to say something
0: yeah I could answer this question all right
1: go. easily go for it
0: it's called of duty fair. They don't want to release their games near bigger titles because November has Call of Duty, oh, Assassin's Creed, yeah,
3: yeah and
0: yeah. A Battlefield. Normally, yeah, there's a lot of competition for the multiplayer aspect of the game, so people will be playing Call of Duty all winter, probably. probably. Uh,
3: yeah, so, I don't know, but I mean, that doesn't really affect like Infamous. I mean, people buying Infamous aren't the people buying Call of Duty, or they're buying, yeah, because anyway. yeah. there's no multiplayer in Infamous. So,
0: you also got to think of the people that you got the companies that are worried that it might affect their sales. You know, if they're if they've got friends that b- play Call of Duty, and Call of Duty is out at the same time, then chances are they'll probably buy Call of Duty instead of Infamous.
1: Yeah, but I think in this, I think Infamous would have yeah. come out early anyway. Though, when it, yeah, so I, like, I don't think yeah. that would have been effective. I see what you're saying. Def- that's definitely the case, though. People, I mean, but I, I can't remember who, but I've definitely done stories where companies have actually admitted, you know, we didn't want to compete with this game. You know, November's a competitive month, sure. so that's that's a definite um, that's a definite um, factor there, Ben. Absolutely.
0: And then you have got, to think, March. It's it's far enough from Christmas, yeah. But it's not near summer, so yeah, you know, people aren't really going to buy games in summer because they'll go outside. And in theory, do things
1: <laughs> in the sun, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, in theory, Ben. Remember, we do live yeah. in the UK. Yeah. yeah, true. some countries. Some countries,
0: Yeah, <laughs> not here. Not here.
1: Not fucking England. <laughs> <It's a laughs> very old fucking day, We're pissing with rain. I hate this fucking country. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Even
1: Um, like Seattle, which you
0: can explore in Infamous. True, there
1: you go. go. Playing Infamous, explore Seattle. Um, uh-huh. Okay, um, we'll move on now, guys, to um, what we've been playing. Um, I will try not to babble too much and this. Actually, I think I'll take a break from starting, because um, this, this time of the podcast, my mouth gets a bit dry. Um, Glenn, are you all right to start? What, with what games you have been playing lately at all, if anything? If, um, if it wasn't this week, the week before, you know, because you haven't been on for a couple of weeks, so go for it.
2: Well, um, naturally, I've been playing Guild Wars. It, it, I, I'm going to keep saying that because it's an MMO. so. Yeah. You, you never really stop playing it until you're tired of it, and I'm not tired of it yet. So, yeah, it's the same with um, War
1: Thunder for me. <laughs>
2: actually, Guild Wars has been really great because they've the way Guild Wars works is they have something that they call a living story. Yeah. And basically what it is, there's this overarching story that goes along with the game, and they'll release different sections of it like every month or so. So one living story and another living story um, next month, and your character goes through it. And this living story, they, they have this hub called Lion's Arch where everyone goes and, you know, your crafting's there, your banks are there. They took it and they destroyed it. Like, they blew it up. There's poison there. You can't go in except, like, you know, the, every hour you can go in to help save people, to help evacuate people out of it. And so it's become a big deal. They call it Escape from Lion's Arch. And so it's taken a huge turn and we'll have to see where it goes, but I'm I'm having a ball with it so far.
1: Awesome, dude. Um, anything else or two, or just Guild Wars?
2: Guild Wars. Um, I have also been playing Don't Starve. My housemate played it on his PC and got me hooked cool. on it. So I've been playing quite a bit of it.
1: Ah, oh, cool, man. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've heard that's. I heard that's for dog's bollocks. That's good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Uh I am going to start saying all of the funny things that you guys say. That, you no, know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny every it's funny every like American
1: friend I've ever had or Canadian or whatever, you know, from um you know who's not English basically. They always end up saying this stuff like I got a good mate of mine called Robert who I've known for 10 years. He just loves everything about Brits and he's just adopted like everything I say, all the phrases. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I will teach you all the ways of the British. <laughs> um Actually, yeah, we we'll go to you now, Michael. What games you've been playing, dude?
3: Uh, let's see. Was was I on two weeks ago? I guess. Um, anyway, I you know, I uh, it was a rough week, so I didn't get to play nearly as much as of anything that I wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, I did beat Outlast last uh, last week. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good, but it kind of turned into a crappy Resident Evil game towards the end. So uh, it kind of <laughs> lost me.
1: It's towards the end there's <laughs> different shades of crappy resident evil games believe me yeah <laughs> well
3: yeah not the not the good stuff um oh, yeah. okay. so that uh i snuck in a little bit of black light here and there oh, um I'm trying to th- <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to think um i'm currently downloading the demo for strider and the final fantasy 14 beta cool. on ps4 um and i actually even i don't know how how scared i should be about this but I was goofing around and I reinstalled EverQuest on my computer. Um, I don't think I'm going to play it, but I was kind of thinking maybe some research because I'm working on something that's related to it. So um, not specifically for PSU, but yeah. So uh, mostly just a little bit of Blacklight and I finished Outlast.
1: Excellent. Cool, man. Um is Outlast worth getting? Because I'm into that kind of stuff. It's free. Right. It's free. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> all right, free. No, all right, I'll try it then. <laughs> cool. Um, ben, I know you've been probably itching to talk about what you've been playing, even though we have a, probably have an idea. Oh. Um, go for it.
0: Oh. Um, oh. oh, I don't know what I've been playing all. We're having a bit of trouble
1: remembering its name, are we? <laughs> Gosh,
0: it's Frame Thunder. Oh, Frame, Black. yeah, Frame Thunder.
2: <laughs> he's been, Black he's been playing Super Mario, is what he's been
0: <laughs> Actually, I've been playing that. Um, actually, I, I, I won't lie. Oh. I don't know if any, if any of you guys have heard of it, but that Twitch stream.
2: Dude, the uh, po- that's genius. Whoever did yeah, that, that is, is a genius.
0: Praise to you, Bird Jesus and Helix Fossil God. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, But yeah, I've been doing that a bit as well, and I've been playing Warframe, Yeah, get ready for the update next week. Woo.
1: What update is that? Uh, well,
0: update 12. Oh, okay. Adds adds new modes.
1: Yep.
0: Adds two new operations. Oh. Adds new clan rooms. Adds a new warframe. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, it's a big update and I can't wait for it. Adds a load of new weapons as well. Wicked. Which is good because I've mastered pretty much all the weapons in the game. And I've mastered all the warframes in the game. So. Yeah,
1: you're a tank. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. And apart from that, today I've been doing the Final Fantasy fourteen beta.
1: Yes, you've been streaming that, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I'm level 15, close to 16. I'm about four away from the cap of the beta.
1: Wicked. Wow. <laughs> Hardcore.
0: Hardcore. <laughs> Hardcore grinding on a stream. Well, to be fair, I also took the streamers to bits they're not supposed to see yet because of my skills.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: right.
2: Uh, so it looks like I tried genius. to keep the secret, but I was too good. <laughs>
0: well, they put level 50 enemies in the areas because you're supposed to go there in the end game. And the beta cap is level 20.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But I know that a lot of the AI can be a bit stupid. So as long as you run <laughs> in the right spots, they won't note you, notice you. So I've past all the level 50 enemies so they can have a look at the higher level stuff.
1: Oh, stupid AI, don't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apart from that, which, again, I'll be streaming this again All right. later.
1: Cool. Ooh. That's all so far, then, yeah?
0: Yeah, so cool, that's man. it
1: that's so good, far. Good, good. Um, I've been... Um, I've started... Um silent hill homecoming again because i want i mentioned i wanted to go through those um not as good as i remember probably because downpours <laughs> better probably because downpours
3: better um it's you, what's so funny <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anything since like silent hill 2 is as good as anyone oh, right,
1: okay. <laughs> no you, you could be right yeah um no I, i've unlike um i managed to stick with the silent hill uh, series a little bit more than resident evil because they've at least adhered to the um Kind of like a little, I, um, you know, very um, tenuously, I might add, to the uh, core template, if you like. But um, Homecoming, I remember liking a lot. I mean, I don't mind the story, and there's some really cool atmospheric places on it, but the combat is just a pain in the ass. It really is. You know, he's got a dodge move, and but unfortunately he seems to dodge into their attacks instead of you know avoiding them like you like you normally would so that frustrated me to no end but yeah i'm i'm, I'm going for it i'm looking forward to a downpour again because that now the atmosphere that did apart from that my time has literally been taken up on GTA 4 now i know i'm behind on this by like five over five years but i really love that game i really really do i um. I'm oh, about- really you don't, yeah. I, I know a lot of people seem to hate. This really? Game. A lot of this, really? Oh god, here we go. I know a lot of people <laughs> don't like this game. But I don't know why, because it, to me, it's like it's GTA on the PS3. It's what I'd expect it to be. I don't know what people expected it to be in 2008, but I, I just picked it up after coming off the. I,
3: I think PS, it's just the,
1: versions, and yeah, for sorry. me,
3: it's just the characters are just like I can't stand the characters. Um, well, I was
1: I was going to say that um, I have to admit I find it very very hard to feel anything towards nico because he just seems so stoic he doesn't seem to show any kind of emotion about what he's doing it's like what are you doing exactly are you trying to to better yourself or are you just trying to be a cold hard bastard you know but how do you
3: do that in a game where you can go around murdering anybody you want
1: exactly yeah and i think that's the problem
3: with with that character oh
1: no that's not my problem if i gotta hear that one more (laughs) oh god (laughs) nico hey nico you want to come and see some strippers you want to play see. some darts? No, dude, darts? I don't want to play darts. Oh, <laughs> <The> see, that's <laughs> my... This little Guys... Jacob just has prestigious on my bomber man. Whatever the hell he says, man.
0: <laughs> Guys, that is my issue with GTA 4.
1: What? Jake, little Jacob?
0: <laughs> Not Little Jacob, it's the fact that you can't do anything. I mean, if the, if the, if what we're doing right now would be GTA 4, this podcast will be about seven hours long because every, 20, every ten minutes we get a phone call.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that Brucey as well, man. That steroid munching freak. Yo, 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 Nick. Oh, you want to hang out, man? Come on, come on, man. I am pumped. <laughs> oh, <he's just> crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but that... Oh, oh, that was that was intense. Yeah, I know. I've been practicing. PlayStation Unchained
0: at Mike's Voices Hour. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been practicing
1: that one. No, Don used to tell me that he rem- I reminded him of Bruce and I never played the game at the time. And now I understand what he's on about because he's always talking about working out, which I used to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I, it's okay. Look, apart from that, you know, I just, you know, I do enjoy like driving around and stuff, listening to the radio stations. I, I love the, um, I just like the mission structure and I just love the type of missions that they got. I just enjoy them for what they are. I don't, it, it just appeals to me. I, I they're, they're quite diverse. I love, there's a, Heap of people that you can take missions off. There's lots of side distractions to get in um, to get into, you know, even going online and dating and stuff. That's all new to me because like I said, I remember I've come from the PSP games. Vice City Stories is my favorite GTA, believe it or not, from what I play because I haven't actually played free or San Andreas. So, you know, it's, I'm kind of limited with GTA and I, I admit that I'm a very, I am kind of an experienced in that department and I'm very, I'm late on that series, but you know, I have really been enjoying it. I mean, I've been on it literally nonstop all day and doing quite well. So it's just I the the bank job one, free leaf clover the mission, I believe it was called. That was wow that was pretty damn intense, that was. So yeah, that that was a great mission. I understand GTA five um bases the story around bank robberies or something with heists and stuff. So from what I've seen, so that that really appeals to me. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's you know, it's GTA, it's what I'd it's plan playing the PSP versions. It was like, okay. Now we're on to GTA Four. Oh, you know, looks better, plays better. You know, it's GTA how I'd expect it to be. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe my expectations weren't as high as some people when it came out. I, I don't know, but yeah. But I still stand by what I said about Nico. So, even though I like the guy,
3: maybe I just like them shite games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I, on? I know games.
2: So we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to become developers and develop a game and have you guys do all of the voices. Everyone. <laughs>
1: Yeah definitely. yeah, definitely. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I want. I wish I could put it into more words about why I like it, but it just it just appeals to me. You know, I just it's G, like I said, it's just GTA going around, killing people, doing missions, that kind of stuff. It's just it's just. You know, it's what I'd expect it to be, but yeah, there's definitely flaws in there. Definitely flaws, and some of the cars and bikes drive like shit, man. They turn like a fridge. They, Jesus Christ, they, they
3: turn like a fridge.
1: Yeah, they do. They, oh, what a, What I'd imagine a fridge. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, heavily stocked good. fridge.
3: <laughs> that should have been on the uh the our review. It turns they they turn like a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Eric actually wrote that. I have to check. <laughs> yeah, but um
1: yeah i mean all i can say is i am definitely stoked to play gta 5 and i presume you guys like that a lot better um uh, do you i
3: i like it better but yeah. i'm still not a fan of gta i just oh, yeah. I remember. Been to get into it yeah, yeah I, remember, um, I, I would remember. Oh, yeah. for some reason i like six shooters and horses better i guess
1: <laughs> oh that's not dude that's next on my list red dead redemption should, before anything else that's next on my list i am playing that next i can't wait to play that game seriously staring at me right now
3: do you, do you own it oh you own it yes As on my say, shelf <laughs> i think uh the uh rockstar games are on sale on playstation network so i think you can pick up um red dead redemption and undead nightmare for like seven bucks
1: oh well wow. i've got the um game of the year edition i put it like i put yeah. it on the, on the, on the, so do so i machine. yeah yeah so I'm looking to play back. Um apart from that, I think I've been I've been on War Thunder a little bit, but not as much because I'm just like like I just want to get through GTA and stuff and focus on that for now. Um I think I'm quite far. because um, like the ratio when it says how far you are in the game, like percentage through, I know that it counts for like everything you can do in the game. So even though you may be finished with the missions nearly, it doesn't really count for much if you haven't done everything else. So um going by that and what i've read because without spoiling i think i'm approaching near the end of the game which surprises me because i guess i just lost track of how much i've put into it but yeah that's pretty much it okay i think that's um coming toward the end of our show comrade email do we
3: have any emails
1: yes we have an email
3: from
1: no we do we i've got about three emails from i'm about to read out um actually ben do you want to start with any um any things you want to say any shout outs or anything at all
0: yeah I'm going to be a bit longer than normal I just want to give my usual shout out to everyone on Twitter like Chin, Ahmed um, everyone I know on Twitter you're all awesome and keep following the show Um, I also want to give a big shout out to Ami Sheriffs Dean Sayers and Chris Hosick I hope I didn't get his name wrong don't worry Um, I do it all the time
1: (laughs) um, for winning
0: our Tokerton giveaway congratulations to you three last week you got your codes. Hopefully, you've received them and downloaded the amazing yeah. game we gave.
3: I, I didn't get my school. code. Yeah,
0: you didn't enter. <laughs> <laughs> you could enter. <laughs> you can't.
1: <laughs>
0: so, congratulations to all the winners. Yeah, that's pretty much it, really. All right, and far away.
1: Cool, cool. <laughs> oh, 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 hold on a sec, guys. I've got a call coming through. I just need to take this. Hey, Nico, you want to go for a drink? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What be...
2: is this? What is this?
1: Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about your balls, Brucey. Okay. Um, he actually did say that. <laughs> um, okay. We got an email from Fonse here. Um, oh, this, this is quite, um, this is to me. I feel special. Uh, he wants to know basically if I will ever um, go on the um, racial gaming hour podcast. Um, I, I actually says and this is a quote here, you're British you're plus you're British and your speaking voice is just so awful, awesome and soothing. Um oh dude, I think I love you. Um okay, um <laughs> I don't know if I would be allowed on this podcast because actually I'm not in charge of this. Guys, can is it like can anyone can, turn up or what? You can take my spot if you want.
2: Well, well I won't um, be free this week, but <laughs> we we have a we have a solid cast. Um yeah. but Dane is away for about a month, and I'm actually hosting. So. Oh,
1: wicked! Yeah, well, I w- I'm not free this week anyway, but maybe maybe in a couple of weeks' time I can try. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know what I'd be able to contribute to this. I mean, what is it exactly? I don't think it I is.
0: Know. It's <laughs> a
2: thing. Listen, a- it is nothing, and oh. it is everything. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> like, all right. Well, we that talk sounds about, good.
2: we talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. So yeah, we'd we'd love to have you.
1: Oh, great, man. Yeah, okay, well, Fonz, yeah, look out for me in the future. Not, um, not the next one, but maybe the one after. Hopefully, I'll clear my schedule. Okay, um, we've, we've got there, some more there,
3: emails. There's one condition, though. Yeah, go for it, Mike. You have to talk like a pikey the whole time. Oh, jeez, <laughs> what,
1: what are you trying to do? Kill my voice?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do a mix-up.
1: <laughs> but first, have to before it.
0: we change to the next email,
1: yeah.
0: what about my British accent, Fonzo? My
1: yeah Benz is, is usually the um Benz is usually the um the popular voice, you know I think it was um is it marjana um, said yeah. that she um tunes into the podcast because of you yeah well you've got my yeah but Ben you've got Marjana who loves your voice, I mean seriously Marjana, you know I think you yeah. win, <laughs> even though Fonz is good, but you know marjana you know <laughs> yeah.
0: but still Fonz, yeah. don't you like,
1: don't yeah. you like the voice, the souvenir voice just send some love to Ben. crazy man, chilly. <laughs> Yeah, but we, it's great to see Fon emailing us again, though, guys. He actually faint me for emailing the other day and he is okay. There's nothing, nothing going on. He's cool, man. He's just been busy, um I think he said he's been busy entering competitions for PS four. So but he's yeah. good he's, everything's good though, man. So I'm pleased to hear that. Um okay, um so far, Sony is doing well with the success, uh, the success of PS4, uh, beating out the Xbox One. What do you think they would, um, should do to keep the success going and not to slip up in the race? I think they should do a promotion similar to Microsoft when people were able to get a free 60 for $99 when they sign up for Xbox Live for two years. Wow, I didn't actually know about that. Um, PS4 is doing well. Um, it's all about momentum, sustaining momentum. If they keep the exclusives coming, as far as I'm concerned, they're on a winner with this. And as long as their customer service is great, they don't have any slip-ups with um, PlayStation Network. Um, and also, um, PlayStation Now, um, the cloud service, obviously, that's... They need to make sure that really, really pulls out all the stops as well. I've always been a lot, lose a lot of confidence in people. Um, but I think... I just think they need to keep doing what they're doing. I know that sounds like an easy way out, easy answer, but... Uh, it's all about sustaining that momentum, and I think they've really nailed it with this. I mean, 5 point... Oh, shit, that's another bloody thing. I forgot to read out in the news. 5.3 million consoles sold. Well, hey, there we go. Um, ben, what do you <laughs> think?
0: <laughs> I think I would love them to have a cheaper PS4 with PS Plus subscription, sort of like the live, but they can barely handle to put enough stock out as it is, let alone with something like that as yes, well.
1: That's Yeah, uh, that's a bloody good point. Um, um, stock, there we go. Definitely replenish stock and that's going to be their, as far as I can see that's going to be their biggest shortcoming stock at the moment so that's what we need to focus on Um uh, Glenn and Michael anything to add on that at all?
2: Um, yeah the whole thing with a $99 um, console when you sign up for XYZ I think that's more worthwhile for Xbox who's behind right yeah. now PlayStation has a different set of problems they have the problems you want to have Okay, they have yeah. the problem of getting enough consoles onto shelves for people to buy. So they're not in dire need of something like that, and they're the cheaper console anyway. So um, they can do something like that. It would certainly put the console in reach for more people and probably boost their sales a little. But they're already enjoying good sales. Xbox needs it more than anything right now. And considering the fact that they tend to give PlayStation Plus memberships away with consoles, I don't think it's something that they probably touch anyway.
3: Cool, cool. Uh, Michael, anything to add to that to Fonz's question? Yeah, can we get a restock on cameras? I mean, for Christ's sake. Um, <laughs> there we go. You've heard yeah. it here. cameras. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I really want one, and I can't get one because they're completely <laughs> sold out. Um, you know, my thing is, is and I know, I, I know it's not the, the answer people want to hear, but they don't need to do anything. Glenn pretty much covered it. They don't need to do anything. They're doing everything right right now, and they've got all the right problems as a company. So um, there's just no reason for them to... I guess, do make, you know, weird deals on hardware when um, they're already selling out. So continue to do what they're doing. That's pretty much uh, all they need to do. Cool, cool. And uh, By the way, oh, sorry, Mike. No, go for it, Ben. Go um,
0: but you were talking about Plus giving away for free with certain games, Glenn. Mm-hmm. You know there was a glitch a couple of weeks ago with the American Plus store.
2: Oh Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, someone got free. That was it. Twenty-five years or something stupid like that. Free plus.
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah. By something to do with the um, free trial, wasn't it? Yeah, I I don't
0: want to go into too much detail in case somebody know whip us for it. But (laughs) yeah, don't do that glitch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was just like wow, jeez. Okay, I think that about wraps up episode twenty-eight, guys. Um, uh, Ben's giving his shouts. Ben, anyone you want to shout out to? Anything you want to say at all? We'll take that as a no. Um, <laughs> ben or Glenn? Glenn. I said oh, Glenn. Glenn. Oh, I thought yeah. you said oh, Ben. You I said Ben. Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I Ben. Yeah, I said, Sorry, man. <laughs> Glenn, Mr. Gordon, anything you want to say out at all? Um, shout out to anyone. Anything yeah, at all? Yeah, I want
2: to give a shout out to my housemates and my classmates. I don't know if any of you listen to this podcast, but whether they should you should or not, they should. <laughs> they absolutely should. I've been promoting. I've been promoting. So, um... Yeah, to you guys, to my friends, my family, I love you guys um, big time. Also, to all the people who watch, or who watch, listen to me, who listen to PSU, and who follow PlayStation Universe, you make us what we are, we love you, and we thank you, and that's my shout-outs.
1: Awesome, man. And finally, Michael, how about you, bro? Um,
3: thanks to... Uh... I don't remember if I brought this up last time. Actually, I told Ben to bring it up, and you guys didn't know what to talk about. Thanks to Zombie Studios for uh, doing oh, yes. the interview with me. Um, we Daylight, should yeah. <laughs> we Daylight you got an, uh, a release date, uh, which we did a news story about, on PSU.com, so go read PSU.com for all your PlayStation news. Um, April 8th? I think is what it was for yes. uh, Daylight. And so, uh, you know, check that out. Check out the the feature I did. I'm hoping to do more stuff with them uh, as Daylight either comes out uh, or after it comes out. You know, can read the website. Uh, the website keeps stuff like this going. Um, and follow us on Twitter and all that good stuff. So
1: oh, that good so Actually, speaking of Twitter, you can actually contact us if you want. You can uh, contact Ben at...
0: Chili underscore UK. Not chili at twitter.com
2: though. Not chili <laughs> underscore UK. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh you can contact um Mr. Glenn Gordon at
2: Shoot, what's my Twitter? Go <laughs> oh. Glen, right? <laughs> at go Glen underscore G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore.
1: Wicked. Um uh, Michael, do you have a Twitter? I do. Take it away, what's yours, man?
3: At Nefarious Mike. N E F A R I O U S. Sweet, and
1: of course you can um, contact us as in the whole site at Twitter as PSU um, at d. Uh, wait, what's up at oh, fuck? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. Okay, don't contact this Don't contact us. Don't contact
0: us. Don't Don't try and contact us at PSU at fuck because you'll get a completely different website. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't follow. Is that taken? I don't know. Oh, God, Dom is so much better at reading that shit. You know
3: what, I, I forgot to uh, mention that uh, <laughs> we didn't talk about this, but the PlayStation 4 did come out in Japan, uh, so yes, it did. good yeah, for yeah. them. I, I sent a congrats tweet to PlayStation and uh, Shuhei Yoshida, and he said only the second word he's ever responded to me with. The first was no. Uh, he said thanks to me, so that was pretty <laughs> So, yeah, he said no thanks to me, but not in the same oh. sentence. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Oh, great. Um, you can contact me, guys, for email. I'm mike.haridance at psu.com. I don't have a Twitter. Um, I'm going to get this damn Twitter right. PSU. PSU. PSU at D O T O N. It's just psu.com. Oh, is There's it? No in yeah. words. That's it. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: shit. I could have. Oh, the last. And when we done this last time, we've um. Uh, the previous podcast we used to do it, it it was different i've been going by that this whole time oh wow oh,
0: No, it, it starts at psu.com
2: it's okay Uh-oh. guys we're just we're just learning the name of our own twitter it's okay yeah i am yeah
1: <laughs> oh wow this is why yeah in case anyone um wants to know i do not have anything to do with social media on psu and mrs white <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um Wow, guys, thank you for joining me for episode 20. I have to admit, I really enjoyed this on a Saturday evening. It's actually kind of summery over here, at least. It was really warm. It had got a nice breeze here. It's actually been really cool chatting with you guys. So, Ben, uh, Glenn, and Michael, thank you very much for joining me.
2: My pleasure.
1: Thanks for having
2: me. I've always got time for for PlayStation Unchained. I love doing this with you guys.
1: Yeah, guys. And, um, yeah, about me to thank, um, I would like to thank my cousin Roman and my girlfriend, (laughs) Michelle. (laughs)
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Well, you thank them. Go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Michael, why you thank those people, you know what I'm gonna do?
1: What?
0: I'm gonna thank God. <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh dear. Okay guys, well that's been episode twenty eight. Um, join us again, um, hopefully this time next week. I don't know who's gonna be on, although I can guarantee it will definitely be me and Ben because we're just embedded in besides DNA. <laughs> um yeah. guys, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, take care guys. Um uh, it's good night from me.
0: It's good night from him. See ya. Bye.